Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Getting cold or frightened won't just make your hair stand on end. It might also make it grow, according to a new study from Harvard University. Julia Schwartz and her colleagues have found that the nerves that cause the muscles to contract and lift up hairs, giving us goose pimples in the process, also send messages to the cells in the follicles that produce hairs, making them grow more. Now, this probably won't help us to combat baldness, and we don't know yet if this really applies to humans, but it does explain the prolific winter coat that some animals grow in the cold. Cambridge dermatologist Jane Sterling took me through the findings. Well, this paper has brought together three elements in the skin, the hair follicle and how it grows, the nerves that supply the skin, and also the tiny little muscles that make our hairs stand on end. So for the first time, this paper has demonstrated that these three elements grow together, develop together, and then in life they interact together. Are you saying then that the apparatus that makes my hair stand on end may also make my hair grow? This paper seems to suggest that, and it also can stop your hair growing. The way the nerves that supply the little muscles that make our hair stand on end also influences the cells that make the hair grow and brings the possibility that that might affect how the skin grows. This is the the mechanism that gives us goose bumps or goose pimples when we're either cold or frightened, isn't it? Yes. So we all recognise that. There's lots of phrases, the hairs on the back of my neck stood out. And of course, we all can see the goosebumps on our arms, particularly if you're cold, but also if you have a uh, an element of tension or fear or something that's going to make you scared, then uh, that happens as well. And why does that happen? What's the, the benefit or the mechanism and the reason why your hairs stand up under any of those circumstances? Our hairs come out of our skin and all animals, at a little angle. And that angle can be altered by a small little muscle that connects the hair follicle to the surface of the skin. So when that muscle tightens up, the hair angle alters. So instead of coming out at at an angle from the skin, it comes out straight out from the skin. So hairs that would normally lie flat against the skin then pop up and stick out. When it's cold, it helps to trap a little air into the area between the hairs. So it adds a little extra layer of warmth that isn't immediately lost to the outside. So it does help slightly to keep us warm. Why it helps if we're scared, for animals, it can be quite useful because it can make them look as if they puff up. So they look bigger and more scary to their predators. doesn't make a lot of difference to us to have goosebumps when we're scared, though. And how did the research team who did this work connect the fact that the hairs stand on end and also then might grow more afterwards? They looked at uh, mainly hairs in mice, in which they were able to manipulate the different aspects of the little muscle, the cells that make the hair grow, and also the nerves that supply the hair follicle. So they were able to turn on, turn up, turn down elements of that to show that when the nerves supply the 
This is the sympathetic, the fight or flight nerve supply to the hair follicle is increased. That's when our hairs stick out. That also has an effect on the replacement cells that make new hair to influence the growth of new hair from the follicle. Would this explain then why animals that live in seasonal climates where they have a warm summer but a cold winter can reactively thicken up their coat in winter? Because people often say, my dog's coat got much thicker in winter. There are animals that grow a winter coat. Could this be the way in which they do this? Well, that's the, that's the speculation. Um, this, these experiments were, of course, conducted in experimental mice. So they'd be living in a, in a standard environment. So they weren't put to that challenge. But yes, if you, if you assume that if you have an animal that's cold for a long period of time, then this signal would be prolonged. And that would enable the hair follicles to go into a, a growth overdrive, if you like, to grow much more, grow much more strongly, and losing of hairs to be temporarily reduced so that the coat thickens up. And what about me myself? Do you think that I get thicker hairs or become hairier in winter? I don't know that that's noticed because, of course, we're wearing wearing clothes. So probably for us that um, that has gradually been lost over the millennia. This paper hasn't studied that, but it's the logical thought, isn't it? What about people who, who shave their legs? Because people often say, oh, got to be careful about that. It'll make you much hairier. Do you think there's any evidence that the same sort of stimulus that you, you apply to the skin when you when you shave some hair does actually have the same feedback loop and could make hairs grow more? Because we've been telling people for years that's not true, but could it be that it is? It definitely is not true. So when you, uh, when you cut a hair that's growing out of the skin at the skin surface, it uh, doesn't, as far as we know, make any difference at all to the strength at which the hair is growing from the base of the follicle. And that's because the hair itself is dead, So it isn't supplied with nerves and it isn't supplied with any active cells that would give feedback to the growth at the bottom of the follicle. However, I suppose you could say, you could speculate perhaps, that if your legs were much colder uh, because you were shaving all the hair off and not retaining that slight layer of warmth, you would have to have quite hairy legs for that to, to be any effect at all, I think, But you could speculate that perhaps that might have an effect on hair growth, according to the findings of this paper. Jane Sterling.